and welcome to this week's edition of the Intermountain Christian School's Lioncast, a weekly podcast to keep you up to date on all things ICS. I'm your host, Carter Rowe. This episode of the Lioncast is sponsored by Kristen Smith in honor of her amazing special needs niece, Peyton Smith. This episode is also sponsored by the ICS Dean of Academics, Mrs. Buckley, in honor of all the teachers and students at ICS. Mrs. Buckley loves the Lioncast and hopes you do too. Last but not least, this episode is sponsored by Brighton Shoemakers, Aunt and Uncle, Wendy and Jeff Pope. If you would like to sponsor the Lioncast, you can do so for only $5 and can be mentioned by name. You can sponsor as an individual or a company or in honor of something or someone important to you. To sponsor us, you may email Mr. Hobbs at ahobbs at intermountainchristian.org. And now, the joke of the week with Elaine for our weekly dose of laughs. What do you call a monkey that plays with explosives? A baboon. Thank you, Elaine. Now we go to Natalie with a list of everyone you should say happy birthday to during the week. This week's birthdays are, on Wednesday we celebrate Lucas Birch and Caitlin Loomis. On Thursday we celebrate Brighton Shoemaker. And on Friday we celebrate Noah Packer. And on Saturday, we celebrate Rebecca Curtis. We hope you guys have a great birthday, and here are some special messages for you. Hi, my name's Levi. Happy birthday, Vaughn. Happy birthday, and I hope you have the best ever 13th. Woohoo! You're a teenager. I love you. Love mom. Hey, Natalie. It's Alyssa. Happy birthday. Love you. This is Rebecca. Happy birthday. Uh, this is Dallin. Um... <laughs> You are a very nice, I mean, you are a very um, nice friend, and happy birthday. Hi, my name's Hampton. Happy birthday, Lucas, and I'm happy you're my friend. Hi, my name's Levi. Happy birthday, Vaughn. Ashlyn, it's Alyssa. Happy birthday. You're a good friend. Hi, Ashlyn, it's Kara. Happy birthday. I'm so glad you're in my class. Hi Brighton, it's Josie, happy birthday. Hi Brighton, it's CJ, happy birthday. Hi Brighton, it's Natalie, um, I just wanted to wish you happy birthday and yeah. Happy birthday Meadow, thank you for being my best friend. And yeah, I hope you have a great day, bye. Hi Meadow, it's Hampton, happy birthday. Happy birthday and hope you have a great day. Hi Meadow, this is Anna. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rebecca. It's Grace. Um, you are amazing. Uh, happy birthday, Rebecca. Love you. This is your friend Casey, if you couldn't tell. So, uh, yes. <laughs> hey Noah, this is Mr. Hobbs. I hope you have a fantastic birthday and your whole week goes well. See you soon. Happy birthday, Natalie. I love you so much. You're an amazing friend. Hi, my name's Levi. Happy birthday, Vaughn. Happy birthday, Natalie. It's Olivia. Hope you have a great day. I'm glad we're friends. Happy birthday, and it's Sam. And happy birthday. I'm so glad that you're my friend. Hi, my name is Vivian. Happy birthday, Vaughn. Thank you, Natalie. And now we go to Judah with sports. On Monday and Wednesday, the middle school boy had, had really tough games. On Monday, our middle school boys lost a close game to the Eagles. They didn't start off great, but made a late rally with with Isaiah Dristam leading the charge. Here's his, here are his thoughts on 
losing a close game. I think I could have played better. Um, there is a lot of things as a team we could have fixed overall, like boxing out, rebounding, and hustling down the court, and getting back on defense mainly. That was one of the reasons that we're really getting killed. And yeah, I just think we should have played better as a team and individually. On Wednesday, our boys won a game against Monticello. Everyone tried their hardest and did their best. Jackson Smith made four free throws, and with Benjamin Warner and Isaiah um, making some clutch shots late. It was a team effort. Our high school volleyball girls got third in the state, capping off a, off a great season. Congratulations. Thank you, Judah. And now we go to This Week in History with Lorelai. The births are Daniel Boone, who was born on November 2nd, 1734. Mary Curry was born on November 7th, 1867. And Gordon Ramsay, who was born November 8th, 1966. Now I go on to the deaths, who are Eleanor Roosevelt, who died November 7th, 1962. Annie Oakley died November 3rd, 1926. And Eliza Hamilton died on November 9th, 1854, who was a political wife. Now we have the events, which is the Twin Tower Trade Center officially opened in Manhattan on November 3rd, 2014. On November 4th, 1891, a British archaeologist, Howard Carter, and his workmen discovered a step leading down to the tomb of King Tut in the Valley of the Kings in Egypt. On November 7th, 1944, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt was elected to an unprecedented fourth term in office. Very interesting, Lorelei. And now we go to Ariana with the news for this week. Due to a number of COVID cases, uh, high school has shut down for two weeks. The school has received two-day deep cleaning on October 30th and the 31st. Here are the totals for the Captain Underpants Drive. First grade had 70 donations. Second grade had 164 donations. Third grade had 146 donations. Fourth grade had 90 donations. Fifth grade had 125 donations. Sixth grade had 10 donations. Seventh grade had 11 donations. And eighth grade had 19 donations. The class with the most in elementary was second grade. And the class with the most in middle school was eighth grade. Miss Potter said that we were also supported by pre-K, kindergarten, and middle school, taking us to a grand total of 788 items to donate to the rescue mission of Salt Lake City. Mrs. Hobbs, who's in charge of the yearbook, would like to make some announcements. Senior ads, which are also called recognition ads on the website, but are featured in, in as our senior ads. The ads are on sale now for an early bird offer and will increase the, in price on November 15th. The ads are no longer available on February 11th, 2021. The yearbook also needs just one photo for, for the senior baby picture spread. They are due November 20th for the senior professional photos. The seniors need to find a photographer on their own to take these and send the photos by January 22nd. We use these for the yearbook also, so it's important for the seniors to get the photos to us on time. The ICS 2020 through 2021 yearbooks are on sale right now for $42, and the price will increase in February 1st and will continue to increase until April. Go to jostens.com to buy your yearbook now. Thank you, Ariana. And now we go to Jaden with announcements. This week we don't have much, but let's hear the announcements. 
On the 4th and on the 9th of November, we have Middle School Boys Home Games versus Wasatch. On November 13th, the middle schoolers are going to Boondocks from 4.30 to 8.30, and the fee to go is $20. And now we go to Cholera Fridley, who has interviewed Mr. Hope. Hi, and welcome to the Community Spotlight portion of the Linecast, the part of the show where we talk to a member of our ICS community to get to know them a little better. I'm your host, Shalera Fridley, and I am pleased to welcome to the Linecast today's guest, Mr. Hope. Hi there. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Hello, audience. I'm Mr. Hope, and I am a connoisseur of fantastic dad jokes. Um, why don't we get right into the questions? That sounds like a great idea. Okay, so, um, why did you decide to become a teacher? Did you consider any other careers? Uh, yes, I did consider other careers, but why I became a teacher was actually just God's doing. I, um, went into college to study music, and when I saw that the performance music degree required a foreign language part of it. I didn't want to take a foreign language, and I thought, well, look, music education doesn't have to take foreign language. So I signed up for music ed, uh, not realizing that it was that much more work, but God knew all along that he had gifted me as a teacher, and uh, later I would discover how much I loved teaching. I had thought about going into something like acoustical engineering because I've always liked music, but I've liked math uh, for a long time as well, and I thought it was just a neat combination of the two. Yet God knew best, and he put me into a school and had me do music ed. Yeah. So um, what did you do to prepare for, to be a teacher? Well, being a teacher is not an easy thing, and there's actually a lot of requirements to be a certified teacher. You do have to go and go through a teacher program at a university level, and part of that is taking classes, uh, learning how to teach, and uh, learning best practices. As a music teacher, I had to learn how to play all of the various instruments, uh, the band instruments and orchestra instruments. I also wow. learned to teach uh, various teaching methods, and then when you finish, you take uh, certification tests to get your teacher certification. Yeah, was that hard? It was hard, but I enjoyed it because it's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite and least favorite parts about teaching? My favorite part is hanging out with the students and with the other teachers. Uh, I, I really enjoy hanging out with middle and high school students because they're just a lot of fun. And I can be silly with them and we can all learn together. My least favorite part is probably grading. And I think many teachers would say it's the bane of their existence. <laughs> and it, just one thing, I enjoy doing other things so much that I put grading off, and then it keeps getting put off, and then I feel really terrible when I don't get things returned to students in a timely manner. Yeah. Um, did you teach anywhere before ICS? If so, where was it, and what was it like? So I started my teaching career up in Anchorage, Alaska, at Anchorage Christian Schools. And at that time, it was about 1,000 students in the school. And my role was teaching five different bands and kindergarten music. And I did that for a couple of years before I went back to Texas. And I taught at the school I grew up in, 
Hilltop Christian Academy, and that was just outside of Austin. And there I taught uh, quite a few different things. I taught sixth grade for a year. Then I taught uh, algebra, pre-algebra, geometry, trigonometry, geography, trying to think of what else. Pretty much all the leftovers were tossed to me, and I taught it, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and God used that really to get me ready to come here to ICS because when I applied here, they were looking for somebody that could teach a few different things, and, and I fit that bill. So you said that you grew up in Texas. Is that where you were born? It's not, actually. I was born in central Iowa in a small town called Marshalltown. And when I was nine years old, my dad's company transferred us to Texas. And so that's where I spent the formative years of my life, and, and really I consider that home. Yeah, so um, you also said that you taught in Alaska and Texas. Those are totally two different like places and climates and everything. How was it like being there? I absolutely loved being in Alaska. It was a grand adventure for a young single guy. I spent a lot of time in the outdoors in the summertime when it's light 23 of 24 hours. I found myself constantly doing things. And in the wintertime, when the sun comes up at 1030 and it's dark by 330 in the afternoon, <laughs> uh, you had to keep yourself busy. But one of the great things about winter was just seeing the northern lights and all the different uh, other parts of the state of Alaska that just make it unique. Texas is is great in central Texas. There's a lot of lakes and there's hill countries. There's many outdoor activities that you can do uh, there and it, just a neat culture in both places. Which one was your favorite? I don't know that I have a favorite. It's, it's kind of like asking me if I like hamburgers or steaks better and <laughs> I think it just depends on the situation. Okay well um so what brought you to ICS? Well, I was teaching in Texas, and I did miss uh, different things about Alaska. I missed the mountains and uh, some of those outdoor lifestyle type things. And so I really uh, was looking along the Rocky Mountains for a school that was looking for a music teacher. And Intermountain Christian School popped up on a search site one day, and I gave them a call. And a couple months later, I was offered a job. That's there were a few things that happened crazy. in between. Yeah. Um, how long have you been working at ICS? So this is my 17th year teaching at ICS. Wow, that's a long time. So how do you like think ICS has changed in the time you've been here? Like, what do you think? Well, it's been interesting to be at a school for 17 years. It has gone through a lot of changes. I've seen uh, many colleagues come and go over that time. But one of the neatest things about being here this long is seeing the students uh, grow up through the school and then move on. I have some students that were in high school when I started and are now in their mid-30s with families of their own. And even I have children of some of the former alumni that I taught as students now. And that's a really neat thing. Uh, as always, there's there's hard things that you see happen, and there's great things that you see happen. But all along, I've watched God just do really amazing things in my time here. So if you could, like, go back in time and tell Mr. Hope when he very first started teaching one thing that you have learned in the past 17 years, what would it be? That's a really good question because... There's so many things. Uh, probably 
use your free time well. When I started here, I was a single guy in my mid-20s, and I wasn't dating anybody and obviously had no children. And um, I, I don't know that I made the best use of my free time. And so that's what I would tell myself, is, is use that to serve others and, and to enjoy what you have around. What classes and subjects do you teach, and which is your favorite to teach? So I teach all of the bands, so fifth grade beginning band, our concert band, and then up until this year we had a jazz band and sometimes a pep band, and I teach the bell program, the middle and high school bell choirs, the high school choir, and then seventh and eighth grade Bible. And which is my favorite? I don't know that I have a favorite because each one of those classes and subjects has its own unique things that I really enjoy about it. I think what I enjoy most is the variety of classes that I get to teach. Yeah, that is a lot. So what is the difference like from teaching like a fifth grader, which isn't even in middle school yet, and like all the way to like high schoolers? So with fifth grade, you get to have a lot of fun with them because they're young. Fifth graders are old enough to have some some good conversations, but just they still look up to you and and see you as that grown up. When you get up into high school, a great thing about teaching high schoolers is you can have some really deep and serious conversations with them. I heard that you've added a new role to what you do here. Could you tell me a little bit about it? Yes. So this year, I have added on the role of being the middle school level academic dean. And really what that is, is it allows me to do a little bit more about the favorite thing that I have being a teacher here is working with the students and working with the other teachers. Uh, in my role, I am coming along the other middle school teachers and really just helping them uh, do their jobs better. In uh, I want to serve them and say, how can I help you be a better teacher? And then helping the students uh, be really better middle school students. Yeah. So what are some of the strangest or most interesting things that have happened to you as a teacher? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I, I would need to think about that one for a while. There were some fun videos we did years ago as part of a middle school team, and once I acted like I would grow a full head of hair every night and then shave it off in the shower each morning so nobody would know. And those, <laughs> uh, I, I hope that video has been destroyed. Um, at one time as a bet with a student, um, he, he was a big L.A. Lakers fan, and the, they were in the playoffs I think it was with the San Antonio Spurs, and uh, we bet that if the Spurs lost, I would shave off half of my beard. And unfortunately, the Spurs lost, and so <laughs> I went to high school retreat with half a oh uh, clean-shaven face, and the other half was bearded. That is so crazy. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, um, were you a good student when you were in school? <laughs> I was a lazy student as a middle schooler. I remember having homework assignments due, and I decided that I wanted to do other things instead. And then we would get to school, and I hadn't done my homework, and I would come up with really stupid excuses why I didn't do them. And I 
now as a teacher and hearing the same excuses that I used to give, <laughs> I think my teachers back then knew exactly what was going on. So, you know, I'll ask myself a question for you. If I could go back and tell middle school Mr. Hope what to do, I'd say quit being so lazy and just do your homework. It's not that hard. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like it, though. Yeah, it feels like it, but it's not. You just got to do it. Yeah. Don't want to get behind. What is something that you don't think many people know about you? Well... I, I am a lover of the outdoors. I, and it's probably my students know this, but I don't know if many, many families know, is uh, when I was teaching in Alaska is where I learned how to snowboard, and I learned how to snowboard in the Alaskan backcountry, which I think sounds more romantic than it actually <laughs> is because it entailed a whole lot of hiking in deep snow just to get up high enough because helicopters weren't affordable on a teacher's salary at that time. And uh, I also really enjoy riding my motorcycle in the canyons around here. So you have a motorcycle. I do have a motorcycle. I don't get to ride it as often because I have other responsibilities. But when I do have a chance, I enjoy taking a couple of hours and riding up and over Gardson's Pass and, and around the Heber Valley. Yeah. Um, do you think that you were, like, good at um, snowboarding? I'm decent. Now that I'm older, I think too much, and I think about all the possible outcomes <laughs> of particular stunts that I used to do a little bit more in my 20s. But I enjoy just writing and uh, being part of the outdoors and, and some fresh snow. When's the last time you did it? Oh, last winter. Really? So I love... I used to snowboard a lot when I was single, and then having kids, I actually enjoy it more now when I get to have my kids go up with me, and they ski, and we ride the runs together at Snowbird or Brighton, and just being a dad and having your own children do something with you that you love, and they love it, that's just something special that a dad gets to experience. Yeah, that's amazing. That's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you enjoyed it, Mr. Hope. This was a great joy to be part of the podcast. Well, we loved having you. Thanks much. This has been Carter, and thank you for listening to the Lioncast. Be certain to tune in next time. Good day. Good day.